Hi everyone and a huge welcome to the Dedicate Podcast, the wellbeing podcast to help you to get the most out of your life. We discuss health, fitness, relationships, self-love and body image, mental health, motherhood and more. Dedicate is the online health and fitness community for busy women. Join us with your two-week free trial at kateivyfitness.com. I'm Kate Ivey, your host, and today I'm lucky enough to be chatting to Home and Away star and Dedicate member, Sophie Dillman. Sophie is a fun-loving, down-to-earth, super nice person. Today she shares the challenges that exist and that she faces around body image in the public eye. The crazy thing is that in her industry, she is considered big. She's a size 10. We discuss beauty standards and the effect they have on young women and Sophie inspires us to focus on what our bodies can do rather than what they look like. Hi Sophie, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. I'm so excited. Me too, me too. How are things going with lockdown? Um, look, it's going all right. It's just, it's weird. The, the weather is beautiful and it doesn't really feel like a full winter, but you're stuck inside, not enjoying yeah. the blue sky and stuff. That's yeah. a bit weird, but where I'm living, everyone is keeping really safe and um, really distant and stuff. So cool. I'm hoping that we will be able to get through this. Awesome. Definitely will. And um, you're using exercise as a tool in the mornings, you were saying, to um, get yourself yes. going? Yes. I, um, I found that if I don't wake up and exercise straight away, I my whole day is ruined. I need something to wake up to and feel accomplished about, yeah. um, no matter how angry I am about getting up in the <laughs> yeah. in the dark or the cold um I find that if I don't do it I'm really um off center for the rest of the day and yeah. sort of moping and moaning around yeah. so that exercise really gets you going and gets your blood pumping makes you feel better yeah. makes you feel like you've done something so if you're lying on the couch for the rest of the day it's okay yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and that's awesome that you do that because it does take discipline to get up out of bed when it's cold and dark even when people have got work to go to let alone when you're just going to be at home so that's amazing totally uh, totally and I think it's a um I swear at myself as I'm turning the video on in my lounge yeah. room in the morning or yeah. like I'm or moaning and moaning or growling or stomping around <laughs> yeah. um but I just focus on the feeling afterwards of feeling good and feeling accomplished and awesome. then that gets me through it awesome that's so cool so I've noticed you know I can feel it that there's starting to be a shift on, you know, Instagram and the media and the way we lead our lives in terms of beauty standards and body inclusivity. Got that word. Good. It's hard to say. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but are we there yet? Look, no is, is the short answer. We have definitely made strides, yeah. uh, but I don't think we're there yet. I was thinking about this before I came on the podcast this morning. Um, when I was a kid and sort of I was an overweight kid and I struggled um, with body confidence and all that sort of thing, my, I've struggled my whole life. Mm. Um, but the people that I saw in the media were people like Nicole Ritchie and Britney Spears and mm -hmm. most of the people that I saw are now known to have terrible eating disorders. Yeah. And, I mean, I would, I would never have seen someone that looked like me. And Really, I'm a size 10. Yeah, so it's crazy like, that you even not, are a role model for this issue because... I, I actually am not considered... It's bizarre because I am... People talk about body positivity with me a lot, mm. yet I, I don't even... I don't fit into plus-size clothes no. that they talk about and yet I'm still considered 
like a plus size person. It's a weird catch 22. And is that just um, because of the industry you're in? Well, maybe. I mean, I, I certainly am a lot bigger than um, a lot of the other people that I work with and a lot of the other people in the industry. And I certainly know that even though the media and a lot of people are pushing the idea of body positivity and body inclusivity. And I don't deny that there are some incredible people out there that I love following Katie Wilcox, uh, Robin Lawley, Kate Watson, like there's heaps of people, but um, ultimately I still feel like people are pushing being your best self, but being your best self in most people's eyes is being skinny mm-hmm. and you know, the, the ugly version of the word skinny. And I think that's really hard to swallow still. Um, okay, I think I'm following. So you're saying there's still, people are still wanting to see skinny. They're just not wanting to see super skinny. They're wanting to see. I think they're wanting to see skinny without admitting that they want to see skinny. So is that is that consumers? Is that the people making shows, the people behind the scenes? Or, you know, ultimately consumers are the ones driving well, I don't, I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I, like I have, I mean, for example, when I was hired, Channel 7 was very strict on the matter and they are very strict on the matter that they hire you as, as who you are and we're not asking you to change. They don't want you to change. You know, I've never, I've, that's never been put to me at all. You know, Home and Away is fantastic like that. Our producer, Lucy, loves seeing different body shapes and sizes um, and there's such a wide variety th- of people. I mean, you've got Elf, you've got, you know, a whole exactly <laughs> scope of age ranges and yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether that's necessarily the case for everyone. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've listened to a lot of um, information and podcasts and interviews and stuff from other actors around the world. And, you know, sort of the first thing that's asked of them when they get the role is, okay, well, we need you this size. Or you know, um, or the or the other way around. The actor goes, okay, well, how much? Like, how, what size do you want me? Um, and I think that's really tough. Yeah. So I wonder if know that, that puts a lot of people off getting into the industry for starters. That they think they wouldn't be good enough. That they're not the right shape or size. They don't look good enough. I'm. I mean, I'm. Sh- I'm sure it's definitely something that. Um, has been a struggle for me personally. Like just think, just, and it's, I feel like somehow the pressure you put on yourself as well, like no one said anything to me about that. I've had some nasty comments on um, the internet, but no one has in my industry ever said anything to me, but I feel the pressure myself. Sort of compare yourself to others and. Yeah. And I think that's probably how the cycle works yeah. and that comes um, from us growing up with Britney Spears and those ideal bodies like I remember at 10 or 11 years old the boys swooning over Britney Spears and looking at the pictures and feeling at 11 not good enough absolutely I think we all I remember being in high school saying that we wanted to be on a pussycat doll diet to get a pussycat doll body that was like as a kid you know my some of my youngest memories are girls you know, talking about how they're going to look like Cameron Diaz and yeah. and that was the, the conversation. And I think you're fighting to fail if that's how it's starting. So, yes, I do think we've come a long way, but I think we have a really long way to go 
Um, and so what sort of, you were talking before about negative comments online, what sort of things do you have to put up with? I've had some, I've had some really nasty ones. I had the Daily Mail write an article about my boobs popping out in the surf in, in my tiny bikini that barely fit. That day in particular, uh, it was like six or seven degrees in the yeah. water. It was freezing. We were blue. I, and we like I had to get in the water to get wet to walk out of the water. And he took these, this pap took these awful pictures. Oh. And this whole article came out and it was awful. I was heartbroken. I saw it. I normally make it a pact that I don't read any of that stuff, especially mm-hmm. from the Daily Mail. Um, but for some reason and I saw it because the pictures came up on my tagged Instagrams mm-hmm. and I was in the Westfield, like up near the biggest shopping center in Sydney. And I was bawling my eyes out. Like oh, I just like bawled. I, felt, I was so embarrassed. Oh. I was so heartbroken. All mm. the comments from the people were awful. Someone said I looked like a fridge. Like, <laughs> like it just, what? I mean, now I, I luckily can laugh, but yeah. at the time I was devastated for weeks. I you would be. I yeah, and I I've had all sorts of stuff like that, and and it's so unfair too. So you're caught unaware for starters. Yeah, absolutely. That Everything we see on Instagram is people standing posing, even people that are showing photos of themselves to encourage body positivity. They've posed for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I um yeah, this pap was sitting there all rugged up with his camera, just picked the photos that he wanted and sent them off. And I just I can't believe that people try to do that. Mm, like they try to make news about people in really vulnerable positions. Yeah. And I think that's awful. Yeah. I would never do that to a friend. I would never do that to a family member, yeah. let alone a stranger who I've I have nothing against yeah. that. It was, it's, it makes me so angry. Um, so it is a constant battle to avoid reading those things. And I know some people who read all of the comments about themselves yeah. and it breaks their heart every time. It just encourages really horrible thoughts about yourself that mm. you don't need. Everyone's got enough going on without all these strangers comments flying through because if if you don't have photos like that taken of you you don't get those random comments from strangers you don't yeah. know who they are they they have nothing to do with you and yeah. and so you don't get that extra negativity whereas people in the public eye get that and I don't know you hear some people say well this is your part of your job it's yeah, not part that, of your job no, I did not sign not up have to be yeah I didn't sign up to have someone follow me around and take yeah. photos of me in vulnerable positions yeah, and then allow people to make nasty comments about me. Mm-hmm. But having said that, there are strategies that I've put in place for me to make it easier yeah. and that it definitely does. Like I said, I don't read any Daily Mail articles. Yeah. I don't look for any photos that have been taken of me unless I know that they're, like unless I know I've done photos for a magazine or I know that I'm blah, blah, blah. I don't look for any photos and I do not read any comments. Even on my Instagram, you can see people that I follow, their comments come up first on my photos. Yeah. And then the people that I don't follow come up after that. So there'll be lots of positive stuff happening, but you can't risk seeing the negative. Yeah. Because if you see one, you don't want to go outside. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so Um, horrible. So yeah, it can be really horrible. 
So that is very nasty part about social media and, yeah. and part of our job, but so I still what, wouldn't trade my job for the world. Yeah. No, it seems amazing. And you do such a good job. It is. I love, oh, love watching Ziggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get confused sometimes, um, you know, what your name is or you're totally? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, all the time. And I answer to I answer to Ziggy. If people say it in the street, I'll answer to Ziggy faster than I'll answer to Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so used to because I play Ziggy sort of 12 hours a day, five days a week. Sophie doesn't get a big shoo-in. <laughs> yeah. And um, Ziggy's probably switched on and onto it, whereas the so- Sophie's like, oh, I'm resting. I'm not really totally responding no to people. Idea. Yep. Yeah. She's totally out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So we're not there yet. We know we're not there. We can all feel that we're not there just living our everyday lives and seeing what we see th- through media, but it's definitely improving, which is so good. So what do you think needs to happen to keep that going and what more can be done? Well, that's a big question. I think there are a number of things that can be done. Firstly, we've got to get over the idea of perfection. Yeah. Like perfectionism has got to stop you know you see I think you see people now starting to sort of all look the same because they've all had the same implants and they've all had the same surgeries and procedures Mm and all get their lips done and 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 because someone is like they're doing it so young so young I I like I saw on TikTok the other day that you know there were these this group of young girls doing this thing of where are my outfits from all of the outfits I could not afford but yeah. more importantly <laughs> they were all naming their plastic surgeon for who did their nose jobs and they're like what? 16 yeah I I don't understand how that's even legal but that idea that you're not good enough just as yourself mm-hmm. has really got to go yeah um and it's probably and- getting worse you know I feel like there's kind of two sides. There's one side where people are really embracing um, the body inclusivity and any shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. There's, that's getting big. But it's at the same time, like you're saying, the movement for changing your body and looking perfect and all that kind of stuff is growing at the same time. Absolutely. And I think because of social media, it's so much more in our face, mm-hmm. all, all, all of that. And, yeah. and as much as the you know, body inclusivity movement, yes, is growing and it's awesome and I love it. Um, we're also flooded with messages from um, from brands and from products and from people that you need this to be good enough mm-hmm. and that's something that's really got to change. Mm-hmm. I, I really love following this woman named uh, Katie Wilcox and she's written a book called Healthy is the New Skinny and she breaks down for you how the beauty industry sucks you in to mm-hmm. buy these products and buy into what they think is their ideal of beauty. And it's not even actually their ideal of beauty. What they want you to do is buy into their products to make money. Yes. Like it's not even a beauty standard. It's a money standard. That really opened my eyes to what that sort of world came from. And that actually made me feel a bit better because I was like, oh, my God, they don't even know what they want. Like yeah. the beauty standards, whoever's creating them, yeah, the execs don't even care. They just, just want you to buy money. the product. They're just predators, yeah. 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 But that's how, you know, that, that's how we've all fallen into it. And, and God, I don't envy, I mean, I will want be a parent one day in this age of technology, but I don't envy parents trying to have to navigate social yeah, media and what they see on television and that. all that sort of stuff with their yeah. kids. We don't have iPads or anything like that. And 
it's just easier than yeah, trying to monitor it. And they keep saying, um, so my kids are 11, 9 and six so still young enough yet but asking yeah. when they're going to get phones and people their age have phones and all this type of stuff and it's just oh it's scary very scary like you couldn't you couldn't see anything on my phone when I got it I was playing snake on a 3310 yeah. <laughs> I miss snake <laughs> I really miss it it's so much fun I know and Tetris oh it's the best <laughs> like those are the days yeah, exactly. um but you know like even then we were influenced in and scared like by magazines and stuff like that. So I can't imagine what it would be like now. Yeah. Um, but we do need to continue to embrace all bodies. Like yeah. this year at um, Fashion Week, there was only something like two plus size models used in Fashion Week in mm-hmm. Sydney and a few models blew up about it. Um, gosh, a few gosh. plus size models blew up about it. Um, but they shouldn't be called plus size models, should they? They should just be models. And they just should be models. There's all the different sizes and there's those middle sizes, 10 and 12s, and then, you know, it's just... Absolutely. Everyone should be included, um, yeah. Yeah, and that was sort of, I think, a bit disappointing for Australia and people made the excuses to the public that, well, Australia's a bit behind, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And why make the excuse? Just change it. Yeah, yeah totally. Just change it yeah and I'm I'm sure that's what what we want as consumers we want to see all sizes absolutely we do yeah because it makes you feel like you're not alone Mm -hmm. yeah I'm wearing Nike today and um I remember when they brought out plus size mannequins and I was so excited because I could finally see what a you know a pair of tights or a sports bra is going to look on someone that isn't a rake and that made me feel great and I'm sure that it made everyone else feel great and yeah. why wouldn't you want if people feel great they're gonna buy, buy more stuff. stuff exactly like why make people they need feel to shit? switch on to this <laughs> <laughs> they need to switch on absolutely something that we do see quite a lot of is women living in bigger bodies than what we're used mm-hmm. to seeing um and there's sort of two types and one I really support and one I'm really quite dubious of I can see the benefits but I can also really see the negative implications so one is women living in bigger bodies than what we're used to and they're promoting body positivity but they're not looking after themselves so they're not exercising they're not eating good Mm -hmm. healthy foods and they're encouraging body positivity which is going to have good benefits but I think we also need to have role models for young people of the bigger bodies than what we're used to seeing, but still looking after themselves, still exercising, still showing self-care. What are your thoughts on that? Totally. I think I got, I probably got lucky as a kid with this one because I was a rower in high school. Yeah. And so I was surrounded by women who were really strong and muscly and Mm -hmm had to eat because we were training three times a day and like there was no there was no question of what you looked like skinny wise it was sort of how, how big is your bicep or yeah. like yeah, yeah. how much can you lift or how yeah. how strong is that stroke or all yeah. that sort of thing and I loved it and, and it's when about I saw, what your body like, can do rather than what it looks like yeah I loved it and I still love it I still yeah. love that stuff um and I, so I totally agree. You need to, uh, my role models when I was younger of the people that I liked were, were athletes and were really looking after themselves and 
weren't concerned about what they looked like, their bodies looked like, but what they could do. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important. It's it's really important for people to see that no matter what body size you are, you can do those things. I, I suppose when I was little at my biggest, I was still training five days a week in the pool. And I was, you know, I was a big, I was really chubby little kid, but I was exercising in a training camp, going to state trials and all that sort of stuff at my biggest. And it can still happen and you can still be as much as the medical world says, I still feel like you can still be healthy and look after yourself and still be curvy. Yeah, totally. And in so many cases, people are healthier curvy than they are. Absolutely. Healthier in body, healthier in mind, everything. Absolutely. I completely agree. And it's so dependent on your genetics. This is another thing that I think should be pushed is the genetics have such a big part in the way you look. Even my boyfriend and I laugh about this all the time. He is he's really lean by nature, like really lean. He's always been really lean. His whole family is quite lean. If I ate like him, (laughs) I would not fit through my bedroom door. Yeah. Like it is unbelievable. And do you do more exercise than him? What sort of exercise does he do? Very little. No, (laughs) he lifts weights because if he actually, if he does a lot of cardio, he gets really thin, like, rake rake thin he has to be he has to be really careful um and so yeah if I if I ate like him I I I wouldn't fit through the door like it's unbelievable and but that's just how he was built yeah my whole family is built like me um like I look at a carb and I put on weight (laughs) like um it's just it's that and I think if people you know the more that people discuss that and say that people are different and it's okay the more inclined people are going to go, oh, you're right, I am like that or I'm like yeah. that and that's okay. Yeah, and they're not trying to take unrealistic measures to change the way they look just because they think they should Absolutely. look a certain way when their body's actually not capable of it. So they're just going to be in this horrible cycle for the rest of their, li- of their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. So what advice do you have for um, people out there who are maybe struggling with um, – with their body image, how they're feeling in terms of the shape of their body, the size of, of their body, what words do you have for them? Well, I would like to say that I've come out the other end and, and know how to feel and am totally confident in my skin. But I think the biggest thing that I have realised through this is that it is an everyday struggle. Some days I wake up and love my skin, love exactly who I am. I'm really happy. And some days I wake up feeling like shit and I have nasty thoughts and, and go and, you know, go to those dark places and all that sort of thing. And yeah, I think it's really important to know that it's a daily struggle Mm -hmm. and it's, it's going to be, I think a life battle for a lot of people know that you're not alone. Yeah. Um, that we're all in this together and I use a couple of tools to make myself uh, feel less alone. So, for example, I only follow plus-size models on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I've made that a really active choice because Mm -hmm. I want to surround myself with messaging that doesn't make me feel like shit. 
Um, I'm really careful yeah. who I follow. And if I f- am following someone that starts to make me feel a bit funny, I will unfollow them. I also, uh, I try not to watch things that like on for TikTok, for example, I'm in lockdown, so I'm obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. And there's a lot of articles on there about uh, what I eat in a day, what exercises mm-hmm. I do, all that sort of stuff. I try and not to look at that stuff because I'm trying to run my own race. You know, I have my own fitness health goals, whatever they may be, and I try and stay in my lane Mm -hmm. um, for that. So, you know, I I will only follow, I will only look at the um, things that I am following online. So, for example, love the Kate Ivy Fitness website, obviously, love it, go through it all the time because I feel like the messaging is the messaging is all positive and makes me feel included Great. and makes me motivated. Awesome. Whereas Great I don't exactly what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, whereas, yeah, I don't want to follow things that are going to make me feel like shit. Yeah. And I also find that if I'm really stuck in a rut um, with body image and the way I look and all that sort of thing, I go and see friends of mine that I know I'm not going to have that discussion with. Awesome. And that's really important. I have a group of friends. So I live in Sydney, but I uh, my I grew up in Brisbane in Queensland and um, all my girlfriends from school are up there. And um, they are all phenomenal women. They are so intelligent. They're like they're in all walks of life that are yeah. not the acting world or the acting industry. And when I go and see them, the last thing that we're going to talk about or focus on is body image. There's so many yeah. more important things mm-hmm. to talk about. And that really brings me back awesome. to myself yeah. and to what I value, which is not what I look like, but how I feel and how I love and who I love. Yeah, those are such amazing positive words, Sophie. Thank you so much. So great to get an insight into what it's like to be in the public eye, Sophie, and be judged when you really shouldn't be judged, but I really um, admire and respect you for taking on that position as a role model for body positivity. And um, I'm sure there's so many people out there listening who feel really positive after hearing your words today. So thank you so much. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. And thank you for being a Dedicate member as well. I love it. Honestly, such a saving grace during lockdown, having so many different options and so many different people and they're so quick and so manageable. Mm -hmm. I love it. I like the box hit. Yeah. I love them. And I actually am really enjoying Pilates at the moment, particularly with Mish. I have a confession. I hate Pilates. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I hate Pilates and I hate yoga. There's, I don't have the ability to deep breathe and see calm oceans. I feel like Mish is talking to me when she's on the video. I feel like she's actually talking to me yeah. and saying things in my head that I'm saying. Like she's like, oh, that was really hard. I'm like, yes, it was really hard. <laughs> yeah. So you feel like you're doing it. You're literally doing it together. Yeah. And it's made me more motivated to do it because awesome. I've got someone that I can do it with. I guess. And again, it's that you're not alone and you're not um, following on to someone who seems perfect. You're just following along to someone that's totally. just like you and that you can relate to. The moans and groans and the sweats <laughs> and the deep breathing yeah. is is it's so important for me to hear so <laughs> that the pool of sweat under me is not alone. I have quite a small apartment and I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to fit 
to do my exercises in the apartment, but you need like no room. You need like a body length of yeah. room and you're yeah. done. Yeah. And it's so it's fantastic. And the amount of time that it takes some people just to get to the gym in the first place, you can have your workout done. Not even get to the gym. I sit in my car for that long. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Waiting, shall I go like, and shall there. I not? Yeah. Absolutely. And like, I feel like, yes, I feel like a lot of the, when I'm really unmotivated and really don't want to do it, I can do anything for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like I can do it. I can do anything for 20 minutes. And when you finish, because your heart rate's so spiked, it is like the world is your oyster. Yeah. I imagine it's what drug addicts like about drugs. Like yeah. it's my, <laughs> I, that's my favorite feeling. Yeah, it's um, so good. It's so good. So being able to have it on hand and I'm really looking forward to when I go back to work, if I have 20 minutes at work, I'll be able to put on a 20 minute video and do yeah, it between scenes, perfect. which I've never been able to do before because the gym's too far away. Yeah. Um, so I can just do it in my dressing room, which awesome. is awesome. So perfect. Thanks again for joining me today. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. I definitely will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I have loved it. Me too. Thanks so much, Soph. Bye. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Dedicate podcast. To catch all the latest from me, Kate, you can follow me on Instagram at Kate Ivy Fitness. Join our awesome fitness community of thousands of women throughout New Zealand, Australia and the world with your Dedicate two-week free trial at kateivyfitness.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please support us by subscribing, sharing it with others and leaving a rating and review. That's so appreciated. Thank you. Thanks again. I'll catch you next time. Haere rā.